0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, there's been controversy over a Dutch university decision in Groningen in the Netherlands to cancel a performance of the Samuel Beckett play Waiting for Godot due to concerns over inclusivity. I'm joined now by the Irish student director of the play, Oshin Moin. Oshin, good morning.
1: Uh, good morning, Pat.
0: Now, tell us all about uh, your endeavours because this has been a play long in the planning.
1: Uh, It has indeed, yeah. Um, We started uh, planning the play back in November. Uh, I pitched it to a society I'm a part of called Guts, a university theatre society in the city. And uh, yeah, we had our auditions back in November. And back when we were in the planning stage, we discovered that the uh, Beckett estate itself had a very stringent clause about casting. Um, and it, what is uh, that
0: clause? I mean, what did, did Samuel Beckett write in his instructions to directors of the play at the time of its writing and uh, for as long as his copyright lasted? What were those stage directions?
1: Uh, those directions were that no alterations could be made to the material itself and that included any alterations to the script, but also that uh, the listed characters and the genders of those characters being five men could not be changed. So we discovered that Uh, If we had wanted to, we would not be able to cast anyone but five men for those roles. Um, And we were, uh, I think personally, we were all a bit uh, disappointed by that. But ultimately, we felt that we could still bring some very interesting and very high quality theater to the city. So we pitched it. Mm -hmm. Um, And the play was voted in and the play went ahead and we have been rehearsing ever since with a fantastic group of cast and crew.
0: So uh, tell me about the way this works. I mean, this is a student theatre company in the university in the city of Cronigan, And uh, you kind of compete with others for the right to stage a play in the university theatre.
1: Yeah, um, so... Every year, we kind of collectively meet together. We're just an amateur theater society. We're very small. And we all meet together. And anybody who wishes to can uh, ask to direct. And uh, I did. And uh, you just have to make sure that you can find the rights yourself. And then you pitch it. And the general members uh, vote. Yeah. And they voted to have our play in. We cast from either within or without the society. But ultimately, everyone must become a member. Um, And then we select our crew. And together, we just kind of do everything ourselves. Uh, But we had found um, a position in the the USVA, the USFA theater, um, where they were going to allow us to perform in March. And as part of that, we had the option to apply for a grant of monetary support in the case that we made a loss. Okay. And in the application for that grant is when the problems began to arise. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Now, uh, you you mentioned that it's a kind of collective, uh, whether you're the stage manager or whether you're uh, a leading actor on stage or whether you're doing the lights, it is a collective. And I presume, as you said yourself, very inclusive, all sorts of people in this collective.
1: Yeah, we do our very best. I mean, the majority of our production right now is um, either women or people of the LGBTQI community. And uh, uh, we understood that the clause was restrictive in our casting, and that was very unfortunate Mm -hmm. for us. But we still feel that our version of the play and that all those involved, we have been as inclusive as possible and that it's still a a yeah. very valuable piece of theatre
0: yeah. So was. given the restriction and as I say the production of the play as a collective you felt you were very inclusive in terms of the whole body of people who were putting this together but because of the Beckett estate you had to cast five males in the parts Yeah absolutely So uh, where <laughs> Who brought this to your attention that you had a problem that you didn't advertise for all comers uh, of all genders, uh, of all races, all creeds, all colors, uh, that they could apply for these parts?
1: Um, uh, That was uh, brought up to us. We received a few questions after the application for our grant. And then my producer, uh, Medea, uh, she was contacted independently as a member of the board of the society um by the theater itself who simply asked uh that they would w- that they wished to talk about this. Um and uh Medea went to this meeting and they simply informed her that they would not be allowing the showing of the play uh because of this uh restricted casting and that they felt it was against their inclusivity ideals and policies um that the auditions should not be allowed for all mm. to attend.
0: Okay, so I presume, I mean, there have been productions of Hamlet with a a woman in the lead, but I presume this is the whole idea that anyone of any gender should be allowed to apply for any role in any play produced on this particular stage.
1: I think uh, opening up different roles to different genders and different people uh, is a very interesting exploration of theatre. Uh, but also it seems the USFA has now taken a a blanket statement that, as you said, anyone should be allowed to audition for anything ever, but I also think that there are certain plays where there is nothing wrong with simply wanting a certain type of person for that role or as it was originally written. And the USFA have said said that if you would like to do something like that, they will not show your play. It's all been article statements, and our play really has been the first time, I feel, that they have invoked this clause to mm -hmm. uh, cut down on any kind of uh, performance. And they claim now that the reasoning... Uh, that they used would apply to all scenarios. And they have, I don't believe, made a formal statement on the hard and fast rules on that, but they have said that they would expect a production to cast a man in an all-female play if it, if he was the perfect part for that play. And I'm, I'm really not sure how far they wish to take that ruling, and it is unclear as far yeah. as I can see.
0: Um, What happens to your play now? I mean, can you stage it? Can you afford to stage it somewhere else? I mean, it Um, is beyond the bounds of possibility that you can stage it under, you know, what they propose, which would be to allow all comers to take these parts, given the restrictions of the Beckett estate. And is the Beckett estate likely to sue you if you did attempt to alter Sam's instructions? Um
1: uh, we believed that the Beckett estate was well within their power uh, to do so. And that is why we decided to follow their rules. Um, and we knew that others had not in the past and faced legal trouble. Some of them made it through that legal trouble, but we have little resource to do something like that. But right now, I think I can speak for both myself and my producer. Uh, that Our main goal now is to try and stage the play that our cast and crew have been working on. Uh, We don't wish to change now any of the work that they have done, and we're actively looking for theatres with the help um, of uh, the Society. Uh, We had spoken to the Society last night um, to get everyone's opinion on how we think we should move forward uh, with the help of the board, and we are looking uh, for alternative venues to... uh, have our cast and crew's work mm-hmm. come to fruition to let yeah. to let people see what they've been working on?
0: Now, obviously, the the management uh, of the theater itself have laid down uh, these restrictions. What about the student body generally? Are they in agreement with the theater or with the production company headed by yourself?
1: Um, I'm not sure. Uh, it seems that there is a fair amount of people who might agree with the fact that in a dis- in disagreement with the Beckett estate, but I think, from what I can tell, a lot of people do also see the issue with how the theatre decided to express their opinions in the manner in which they kind of cancelled the play very last minute, without much warning, without discussion. Um, and I do I do believe that people understand what we are saying in how we disagree with the way that they... To handle this situation and confusion with how far these rulings extend and how often they will be willing to, uh, you know, exert the power that they have to control the theater in their stage. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, it, it would probably be best if there was more clarity on their end about what they will and will not allow. Mm-hmm. Cause right now, as with myself, it has mostly just been them <laughs> talking to journalists and in the papers and stuff, and I think it would be best for everyone if there was some more clear uh, statement on that front. But I do believe that most people agree that in this situation they—I don't believe they have done it the best.
0: Okay, overstepped their mandates.
1: I, I think I think they did a little bit, in oh. my personal opinion.
0: Well, Ashin, uh, let's hope you get to stage the play after all the hard work that has gone into it uh, by your. Utterly inclusive theatre company. <laughs> uh, Oshin, thank you very much for joining us. That's Oshin Pat. Uh, who is prospective director of Waiting for Godot, uh, wherever it is to be produced in the Dutch city of Groningen. Ushin, thank you. Thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.